0: Hey, welcome to Speak Up Since Podcast, where we help you get through life while giving you all your life. We say what you think nobody wants to hear, but everyone needs to know. I'm your host, inspirational conversationalist, and author, Angel Charmaine. And today I've got such an awesome conversation for you all that I'm not even gonna keep you waiting for this because I am taking you all to Ghana. That's right, Ghana. So get ready, you're in for another real, raw, yet relevant conversation. Let's get it. Can this be? Hello, speak up sis podcast family and welcome back to another amazing conversation today i've got some awesome people here to talk to you and when i first heard about this business i was floored um and y'all know me i like to travel I like to go places i've been a lot of places i like to country hop and continent hop um and i got an opportunity to meet A woman when I was living in Vancouver Washington and I just happened to meet her on her way out of the United States (laughs) and I didn't even really get the full uh, story behind what she was doing so I'm gonna kind of be new at getting the story today too so I want to introduce you all to the owners of tasty GH tacos and Akra Accra, Ghana, um, Aisha and Orlandria, and she even has, you know, she may even tell us a little bit about the, her, her, the story behind her name. We'll see if she wants to share, but Aisha (laughs) and Orlandria, welcome to Speak Up Sis Podcast. Thank you so much for having
1: us. Yeah, thank you.
0: You're welcome. Thank you for saying yes. Um, so yeah. before we get into the meat of the conversation today, I would like for you all to just maybe share a little bit about who you are, um, and then we'll talk about how you got into the business of tacos and how tacos ended up in Ghana. <laughs> <laughs> so Aisha, we'll start <laughs> with you.
1: Okay. Hi, everybody. My name is Aisha Nimeshaun. Um I am originally a Ghanaian, but I grew up in Portland, Oregon, which is the northwest of United States, uh, Pacific Northwest to be exact. Um, I am a mother of four lovely children, two boys, two girls. I wear lots of hats. Um, I've, I'm a veteran. Um, I'm a project manager. Um, I'm a sister. I'm a mother. I'm a wife. Um, I'm everything you think of basically and I'll say that I'm a Gemini so like um, I'm gonna say that because um, a Gemini is like an eagle I picture myself as an eagle and when I say that I mean I always get the aerial view of everything and um, once I get the aerial view of what everything looks like then I start mapping it out and if it doesn't work for me I just fly away But, um, (laughs) but, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's a a synopsis of, um, of who I am. I'm a bunch of everything.
0: (laughs) Okay. My goodness. You sound like me and when, and so I'm, I'm not, I'm not really big on astrological signs and things like that. However, because everyone knows I'm a, I'm a God girl, but I will say this. I do believe that um god is very particular about everything that he does and he is concerned about everything that is us right so the moment you were born the day the time the moment to whom you were given to i just believe all of those things matter and so um although i don't set my life to astrology i do believe there's some truth in, you know who you are and when you were put into this world. And so I say all that to say, girl, I'm yeah. a Gemini too. <laughs> hey. Hey, twin. Hey, twin. So I get it. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Yeah. So okay, Miss Orlandria. So welcome first. Welcome, Aisha to Speak Up to this Podcast. Yeah. Um, I know you got an amazing story to share. And Orlandria, um, come on, girl. Tell us a little bit about who you are. Yes.
2: Okay. My name is Erlandia Boncano, a.k.a. Hafsa. That name I picked up when I uh, converted to Islam 26 years ago. So I go by, some people call me Orlandria, some people call me Hafsa. Um, I was born and raised in Minneapolis, Minnesota, the north side. Not north, north sad <laughs> um it is the hood um I you know did struggle my way up you know um critique myself through life um kind of modeling I should say off of um people that were around me at that time spiritually to get myself out of a certain state of mind because of the way I was raised and where I came from Um, so most of my life, I can say starting probably at 14 years old is when I went into a lot of deep prayer to, you know, change myself, wanting a family, wanting that family life, you know, um, one day being my own business owner. Um, also I am an activist. Um, I always had a passion to fight for people who were more oppressed, like. where I came from, you know, seeing the disparities in that. So, you know, coming up, I will say 2011, let's, let's skip all the way through a little bit. Um, 2011, going, that was my first time going to uh, Accra, Ghana. And since then, I've been back and forth. I did marry um, somebody from the culture. Um, we have three beautiful children, two boys and uh, a girl. But I had children pre- previous to that because I was married before. So I have wow. ten
0: children: six Woo! girls. Hey, three hey! hey okay. Hold on a second. You have ten babies that came from yes. your womb. From yes. me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> from me. That's why I call her emperor. I have ten
2: children, wow. and um, I can say it's been a very hard, rocky journey. Mm-hmm. Very hard, but mm-hmm. I kept pushing. And, you know, we'll say, you know, fast forward, you know, me and Aisha met through a mutual friend and it kind of just took off from there. You know what I mean? We just vibed and Aisha just called me one day and it was just destined. And mm-hmm. she's like, look, sis, I have this, you know, this, this, you know, thing I'm doing in Ghana, you know, I really want you to come through, you know, so we can sit down and talk about it before I go back home. And I'm like, hmm. Now, mind you, I have a passion for cooking. Mm -hmm. Always had a passion for cooking. I've always had the gatherings. Um, I, you know, I love feeding people. I have those friends that pop up, what you cook, you know? Right. (laughs) You know, I have this huge passion. And so when she said, I'm like cooking, I'm okay, here I come. (laughs) I flew to Washington and we sat down and we talked about it. And, you know, we talked about doing, you know, something that's going to be on the side of, of, you know, tasty gh tacos we're not there yet but we're getting there but from there it was just history it was just history so wow. yeah and i'm so happy to be taking a journey with her she's like my twin flame <laughs> we yes. think alike we we come up with the same ideas we just we vibe and it's so, so beautiful
0: are you saying you're a gemini as well
2: i am a scorpio Ooh. <laughs>
1: Really?
0: i know right <laughs> i know i am a scorpio with virgo rising a- honey oh my goodness and y'all two get along yeah girl i'm, I'm, my I'm little a, gemini, sister's a gemini
2: and we get along perfect Very wow
0: well. that, Very is, well. that is amazing Very well. so, and, yeah. and here's the thing and therein lies The issue was setting your life up on Zodiacs because based on that. We should be having this conversation with you. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, so there we go. So, okay. Y'all. Wow. Huh. I'm excited about really digging into this because I just recently did a few episodes on the show about doing it scared and pushing past fear Mm -hmm. and what you all are doing frightens people. And because this is a podcast, folks can't see us. We're three melanated women who have all done some things that the average black person in america just won't do I'm terrified to do just terrified yes. we won't go to another state let alone another continent
1: country yeah um and yes.
0: and forget just going to another continent to vacation but to actually live and build a business so talk to us a little bit about um Aisha why you felt the need to start a business and to start a business back in your homeland? Because you could have just started a business and why you could have started a taco business in Washington State or Portland, Oregon or anywhere in the U.S. So why a business and why in Ghana? Okay, there's two parts to this story. I'm going to start
1: with the part A story. Um, I've always had one leg in... Africa and one in America, because I always, I was the child that um, always traveled and kept going back and forth between the two countries because I was originally born in Ghana. I left at the age of five. Um, and when I start, when I was about, mm, I would say junior middle school, probably about 10 years old, I came back to school here. So I did junior high here, junior high in Washington, high school here, High school here, high school in um, uh, Oregon. And so um, I always had the the best of both worlds. And when I was younger, um, you know, finished high school, I was hanging around people, I mean, big guys, people that were um, showing me their wealth at a very young age. I learned that you could have success, freedom, and wealth at a a short amount of time if you knew what you were doing in Ghana. So um, I took that as, okay, well, I don't have to be 70 years old to come, to be retired, to come and live my life in Ghana. I could do this at like as early as 30, 40. So I always had that had at that the, the back of my mind. And so when I finished school, uh, high school here at Wesley Girls High School, um, I went into the military and um, served 20 years. And um, when I retired, I wanted to um, give back, give back to what was given to me at a very young age and have an impact. Pacific Northwest, when there is a a big influx of Latinos, Hispanic and um, um, Spanish people and um, grew up with tacos all around me, you know, their food became my food. And if we talk about the the next population of people who are underprivileged would be the Hispanics, the Mexicans. Um, because even though Blacks um, have it hard, they have it hard as well too. So because their cuisine came, uh, became a part of mine, and also the fact that I'm also Afro-Latino, I have um, a quarter part of Brazilian in me. And so I think I celebrate all of who I am. I've got Lebanese in me, I've got Ghanaian in me, I've got Brazilian in me. And so I loved Mexican food because I was around it for so long. So opening up a business in Oregon, there were so many of them. So like, I wouldn't really be seen because I mean, the impact wouldn't be so great. So um, I felt like bringing it back to Ghana was more impactful. So um, I found out that the um, embassy of Mexico is also here in Ghana. And during Nkrumah's time, the first president of Ghana, and when we gained our independence um, there were several um, Hispanic leaders or let me say Spaniards who came to support um, the cause Fidel Castro, Che Guevara and I, there's one other person that I can't think of right about now maybe Hafsa will help me um, but they came to support the cause and they even had an agreement that um, if you were <clears> of <throat> Uh, of Spanish descent and made it all the way to let's say Ghanaian going all the way to Mexico um, through asylum you could gain independence and this I mean citizenship sorry um, and the same vice versa so um, to give the Mexicans or the Spanish people a little bit of their culture here in Ghana I decided to focus on their their food since I loved it so much Um, I wanted to share it so I brought that with me here to Ghana. There is a, there is a number of uh, Mexicans that live here in Ghana. There's not so many, but they are here. Um, and that's just my way of paying it forward because um, I visited uh, Mexico two years ago and um, realized that it's a, a culture that we share together. I'm mm-hmm. saying Ghana and Mexico, we have similar foods. We both enjoy life. We both enjoy culture. We have so many things that are in common. So it wasn't really hard for me to introduce um, that cuisine here in Ghana.
0: I love the merging so, of the cultures, the the Mexican yeah. and the Ghanaian culture. I love the bringing together of people. And I want to say probably the average person just would not merge the Hispanic culture and the, you know... The, the Ghanaian culture i don't think the average person will put those two together, but I also liked the way that you all embrace farm to table and how I would like yes. for you to talk a little because you you you're the cook, right? How important yeah. for you was the whole farm to table concept because I absolutely love that
2: I mean the farm to table i think I think a lot of times. You know, within our society, we get so used to putting the junk in our body. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we're, we get so used to it. Going to the grocery store, grabbing the meat, grabbing the this. And we don't really stop to think about what our body truly, truly needs. So the, when she had the farm to the table concept, I was with that. That's, you know what I mean? You know, fresh food. Fresh food can heal you. And we'll mm-hmm. be very clear on that. Fresh food can heal you. And, you know, like, just like me and Aisha, for instance, we want to bottle our sauces. But, you know, it's that thing of getting away from the plastic because there's so much plastic in Ghana. So we do try our best to think about the most healthiest way to even serve our food out. So we're not serving out in styrofoam. We're not. It's It's more in paper, right? It's cardboard. So, you know, it's even a thing where even that's on hold, you know, the sauces, because I'm like, hold on, it's either got to be biodegradable Mm. or it needs to be glass.
0: You know what I mean?
2: So we, we do find health very important. You know, a lot of times we are into herbs and, you know, I mean, and fresh foods. We share our cuisines all the time. Oh, look at this. I made. look at that. You know what I mean? We talk about those things. Oh, if, As a female, I'm bleeding a lot. What am I going to drink? You know what I mean? Mm. Versus, uh, let me go get these iron pills. No, no. We need to get away from that. You know, so it's also one of, you know, that's why I said she's like my twin flame. We think alike because she's like, well, no, we can't be doing plastic or we can't do that. We can't, we we can't. And it's hard sometimes in a business move. It's even harder because we're talking expensive when you first get a business off the ground. Yes. Yes. You see what I'm saying? So yes, it's very important. It's very important.
1: And I also want Um, to add that um, the farm farm and table concept comes from merging the cultures too. You know, Ghanaians are farmers. Mexicans, Spanish, we're all farmers. We believe in agriculture. mm -hmm. We grow our own food. You know what I'm saying? So we can't, I mean, if we're going to merge the cultures completely, we have to, we have to embrace all aspects of the whole enchilada, <laughs> right. if you will. Right. We, have to, we have to embrace everything. You know what I'm saying? The whole enchilada. You know what I'm saying? So we have our staff members learning Spanish. Mm-hmm. We have, um, um, we're teaching them about the Spanish culture because we want it to be very authentic, you know. Okay. And we're also teaching them the the, the differences between the the. the um, the cuisines and how they compare with each other like for instance the spanish rice and the jollof rice they look like the same thing but they're very much different because of how they're cooked their spices are different mm-hmm. um so even the tamale sorry uh, are you guys back
0: uh-huh we're there yeah.
1: okay. okay even the tamale you know um in the gan culture we eat um this food called kinky and mm-hmm. it's just like as a boiled maize the only difference between um, the Ghanaians and the Mexicans or Spanish is because they put they put meat inside the, the maize and we don't. We actually fry maybe chicken or fish and maybe make some salsa and eat it together. So we are very, very big on um, merging the cultures together. Very, okay. very big. Okay. And, and doing this.
0: So, all right. So you got this business, it's up and running. Um, but Hasa, you just said you got 10 kids <laughs> and a <Yeah>. husband. <laughs> and Aisha, I know you got babies and a husband. Okay, but y'all yeah. in Ghana. The business is in Ghana. So are your babies with you in Ghana? Are is your are your husbands in Ghana? How is that working? And I want to know. I already know what the people say, but I, I kind of want to hear from your mouth. What the what them well, people <laughs> got to say about the decision to go to Ghana and make and have a business? What them people talk about, and how do you deal with that? Well,
2: for me, girl, I mean, it I'm was a big, <laughs> I'm in the United States. Okay. I do everything from here. I'm I'm admin right now. So everything, okay. everything, like shipping, everything's coming from me. You know, I'm doing that end. Okay. Um, admin. Whereas Aisha is there. Now I do got two kids in Ghana. They're just there for a year or two and then they're coming back. Okay. But Aisha's situation is more on the level you want to talk about. Go ahead, uh, Aisha. I'll let okay, you I'll so let you talk in- about
0: it. You're still in the States, but do you get an opportunity to go um, travel there? And I know with COVID-19 and everything, I know traveling's got to be really difficult, um, but have you at least had an opportunity to go at the inception or the conception of this um, at the very beginning, or have you been stateside the entire time? I've been stateside the entire time, and when COVID
2: hit, Because COVID hit right when she went back. So it it was that, that, you know, that moment, like, in time. Like, wait a minute. Did everything just close down? Everything shut down. Mm -hmm. And I have not been able to go. And it's, you know, and I know Ghana, I don't know when they're opening their airways. You know, I can go through a different country if I want to, but they can turn me around. They can turn me around. So, yeah, I've been here stateside the whole time waiting for airways to open.
0: Are you working another business? Do you have Do you work a traditional job, or are you a full time entrepreneur and other uh, uh, ventures, or is this is this what you're putting everything in? Um,
2: I am a full time entrepreneur. Um, I do uh, manage a soccer player. Okay. So it's this business and soccer. Gotcha. <laughs> soccer
0: player. So okay. I'm an agent. Yes. Okay, which which are different, but I guess they're kind of the same because you're doing the administrative piece, so they kind of work together in that respect. So that's management. Really yeah. interesting. I feel like I need a podcast with each one of you individually. I, I just feel like <laughs> both of your stories are just so we rare. do everything. Oh my goodness! So, all right, Aisha, it's on you then. Um, please.
1: Okay, so. Okay, so for me, I- I'm going to take it back to October 29th, 2017. This okay. is where everything was birthed. Okay. Okay, so uh, picture this. like, So, so I'm going to say picture this like how Sophia says in Golden Girls. <laughs> um, okay, so um, it was 11 o'clock in the morning. I was sitting on the beach, um, and I was the only soul on the beach, as far as I knew. There was nobody else that was on the beach with me. And I was just sitting there, you know, just meditating and reflecting about life and everything. And um, it got real, real silent. And I looked up, you know, to the heavens and um, I felt a, sh- a right tap on my right shoulder. Mm-hmm. And I was spooked out, <laughs> so spooked out. I was like, who's here? Like there's nobody here except for me. Who's tapping on my shoulder? So all I kept hearing was get a pen, get a pen, get a pen, get a pen. And I didn't have no pen. I was like, what are you talking about? I have no pen. So, I ran into the house, um, cause I thought somebody was like, <laughs> I just, I just was scared. Um, and I came back and everything that I was told, um, pretty much I manifested what's happening today on that particular day. I was given a vision, I believe from God. I mean, it told me everything that's pre- I've pretty much seen a Kodak picture of what's happening today. So, um, it let me know that I had a small, a small window of time to manifest what I've been wanting to do for so long. Um, so I, this was on an 18 day trip that I was on here in Ghana. So I went back home and I told my husband, I said, I'm moving to Ghana. And he said, what? (laughs) And I said, yeah, I'm moving to Ghana. I'm moving to Ghana. And it's a trip because Um, As I was sitting on the plane going back, there was a lady um, who sat right next to me and she said, girl, God has a window open for you. And if you don't fly through it, um, it's going to close up. And I was like, wait a minute, are you the one that was tapping? And I was like, are you the one that was tapping on my shoulder? Because how did you know? You know, the same conversation conversation that I have with God on a personal level is here I am sitting next to this woman and she's just telling me the whole entire story. And I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, my gosh. So it was very powerful to me, very moving. So when I went back home, I told myself, "This is my time to mm-hmm. go back home." And it was—it's a—I mean, it is a huge sacrifice. I wake up in the morning and like, I want to make some pancakes. I want to get my kids ready, you know, for school and everything. But um, I'm here for a reason. I, I mean, every every time that I am here, uh, I realize that my destiny and my purpose is more of a reality. You know, and so I'm building an empire for them. And I also believe that, you know, God gives you the right kids and the kids that, that will understand you. So, um, knock on my, on woods. My kids understand what I'm doing. I mean, they, my six year old, he's about to be seven, but he said, mom, um, I applaud you for protecting our peace. Wow. He, he told me that he loves what I'm doing because when he gets older, he can start making tacos. And so I should continue doing it. Don't look, don't look, no, don't look at anybody, and just keep on flipping those tacos. And I was like, okay. So if he's saying that he's six years old. I'm doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? So um, I didn't just leave my children. I left them with their father, and he, you know, um, we had them together. So you know, he he told he allowed me to come and um, build this empire that's that I that I've been wanting to do since I was about 19. I'm 43 years old now, so i would if i had the chance to do this when i was 19 trust and believe i would have done i would have done it then but because of circumstances and timing um i ended up starting to do it when i was um 41 40 41 is when i started doing it and um i love it i'm here i talk to my kids on um video most of the time i go back to see them every three to four months um yeah <laughs> it's working out it's working yeah. out I don't know how sometimes I ask myself how am I doing it you know what I'm saying because I miss my kids so much even with the COVID you know I, yeah. I was supposed to go in March to see them um, to spend about three months with them and come back but yeah. they're so understanding I mean it's, it's just remarkable how understanding children are and they like know more than you think you think that, that they know so a lot of people hate A lot of people are hating, oh, you just left your kids. Oh my gosh, how did you do that? You know, I hear it all the time. And I'm just like, God knows. God got me and God knows he brought me this far and he ain't gonna leave me alone. He ain't done with me yet. And I'm blessed in lives. I'm empowering people. Um, I'm introducing a new culture to Ghana. Um, People are gravitating. Um, People's children are learning Spanish. You know, I'm, I'm also learning Spanish, too, <laughs> as it is, too. So, I mean, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the, um, the ride. I'm enjoying the journey. Um, it's a legacy for my kids, for our kids, Hafsa and I, and that's what we're doing every day. So, of course, there's naysayers, you know, all the time talking negative, but I really try to steer away from it because I know in my heart I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing the right thing by my children by my family, and most importantly, I'm fulfilling my purpose and destiny. And that's one, those are two things that a lot of people don't get. They don't have, they don't, they don't, they don't have an opportunity because most people are lost, they don't know why they're <laughs> here or what they're supposed to do. And you know, like Hafsa said, you know, um, uh, being here has exposed, has given us a chance to know what our purpose is. And for me, it's to empower people. I have been through so much I say I've been through so much i've I, I think half tonight so between half tonight so we've got um what do you call a double encyclopedia I, I don't know yeah. I don't know what that's <laughs> called you know what I'm saying, but we've gone through so much just to empower women and empower people to say that the struggle is real. Keep your head up and keep going. People are gonna always talk, always talk, but as long as you know that you're doing the right thing, that's all that really matters.
0: We have so much in common, sis. Um, and I think that's why we sort of, we met through a mutual friend and um, just kind of hit yeah. it off even in passing, right? Um, Because the yeah. journey yeah. that, the journey you made, I made 10 years prior um, at 33. Wow. Yes, I, I actually left the U.S. to go to the UAE, the United Arab Emirates. Um, and I was married wow. in the, at the separation stages um, with four, four little kids. My children were very young. Ten years ago, I had a, a 10-year-old and two six-year-olds and a five-year-old. Uh, and at the time, yeah, they had all just uh-huh. those ages and I got on a plane and went to the United Arab Emirates in the middle East, never been there, never heard of a Abu Dhabi or Al or Dubai I had never heard of any of those things 10 years ago. Now everybody wants to go to Dubai, but 10 years ago, most of us didn't <laughs> even know what it was. That's just the truth. Right. Um, <laughs> and, um, and I left. However, he gave me his, he gave me his blessing. He understood my children Mm -hmm. with their dad and I went and let me tell you, it was the absolute best decision. One of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. I conquered a fear. And when I got to the place where I was no longer afraid to just Go And to hear the voice of the Lord and to go when he tells me to go and to not be afraid and to to push past those fears and things. I truly believe that now that I have a 20 year old and two 16 year olds and I have a 15 year old that they are not afraid. You know, my oldest son is still, he's still in Washington at the University of Washington in Seattle. And I'm in Georgia and everything he knows is on the East Coast. And he's the only one over there in Washington, but he's not afraid. You know, my children are not afraid to, to, to live and to be and to thrive and to follow their, their, their hearts, their passions and all those things. And so I say kudos to you, to both of you. Um, because it is a very, very difficult thing to know who you are, to see vision, to know your purpose Mm -hmm. and to pursue it, despite most other people not getting it. And even a person who doesn't, a person who doesn't necessarily understand your purpose can respect and honor you and they know their own purpose because people with purpose understand passion. So I don't necessarily have to understand what you do, but because I have purpose, I know what mine is and I know how passion and purpose and pain just kind of meet in an intersection. I can say, go ahead girl and do what you're doing because I get it and most people are just unable to do it. Yes. You know what and I'm saying? And that's why we all have that's different true. prescriptions.
1: We all have different prescriptions. Yes. Everybody has different prescriptions. And so what's meant for me to see, <laughs> me, me, me may not see it. But if I manifest it, you can see it, and you can thrive like that. So I mean, it just depends on to each his own.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes, House, I see you up there. You, okay, so y'all can't see them. I can. She just nodded her head. She like, mm-hmm. I'm like yes. You mm-hmm. got something you want to add to the yeah. conversation, sis? I just want to say, you
2: know, I want to tell people don't be afraid. Mm. You know you're calling. Yeah. You know. When God sends that message, it's there. You know. Don't fight it. This is the problem. We fight it. Because we get complacent where we're at in life. But you can't be complacent. When you hear the call, go. What's the worst going to happen? Yeah. you just walking towards it. Right? But people can right. go in and out of relationships right. all day. Right. But, you know what I'm saying? Yes. They, they can take that leap of faith, but they can't take the leap of faith when their calling comes, and they don't realize when they pass it right. up and God's knocking them upside the head, and they're like, "Why is my life going like this? Why is there so much turmoil? Why is there so many people that that don't like me, and I do, I'm always in some some fight, some conflict?
0: You're in the wrong place. You're
2: in the wrong. You ain't <laughs> supposed to be there. God's knocking you upside the there. head,
0: and yeah. if you ain't,
2: if you ain't hush and be still, just then, just to hear it. Mm-hmm. That's why that yes. conflict brings. So much chaos and that's what the devil does right that's what he does right. he brings the chaos up, and you just sitting there in the midst of it he's letting the time go past mm. time is so precious yes. like money. it is coins not necessarily in the tangible way but it is wealth yes and yes. people's not understanding just step away from the conflict or the noise for a second yes. step back close your eyes meditate Yes. Go into mm-hmm. your house, shut everything off, social media, everything, and keep yes. meditating. It'll come back. That yes. thing so, you was meant to do will yes. come back to you. Yes. And when you close out those old chapters, and them new, you'll just watch it flow. Everything will start coming in.
1: I want to say that, you know, when you make a decision like this, I mean, I, I made a decision to, um, uh, pursue, um my dreams and i lost friends and family mm. i expected it you know what i'm saying i lost a lot of family a lot of friends you know talking about how you gonna leave your kids like that you know what I'm saying i'm like if i if, what, what about what about the military person what about the pilot what about you know the um the, the 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 police officer or the lawyer that never comes home i mean we have to make adjustments where there need to be you know what i'm saying and it's not about me choosing my career over my kids, but the career is going to stabilize my family. You know what I'm saying? In the long running years to come. So when you make decisions like this, don't be afraid. You are going to lose people. But like I said, everybody has different prescriptions. Okay? Where, so what you wear and what somebody else wears ain't the same. You can't take off my glasses and put them on yours. But if I can make it a vision for you to see and manifest, You can walk in that path, you know what I'm saying? So don't, I mean, like, like Kapsa said, don't be afraid of -hmm. stepping out the box because the norm is for me to be, I'm here by myself. I am here by myself. Okay. And, um, that was hard. I've got a six year old. I've got a uh, nine year old. I've got a 14 year old. I've got a 21 year old. And these are, um, ages where they're very impressionable. But what I keep telling myself. What I keep telling myself is that they—they're seeing. I'm at—I'm at the at the uh, club partying and just having vacation every single. day. They see what I'm doing. They—they're yeah, they, yeah. a part of my journey every step of the way. So right. when you include them and you—you you live in your truth, yes. your children will respect you even more. Mm-hmm, they will respect yes. you even more because they know that they, they know why you're doing it. That's—that's that's why my six-year-old was able to tell me that, "Mama, do what you're doing. We all, yeah. you know, what I'm saying so." um it's it is it's a big sacrifice to take but like for me i always look at the future and what's to come of it you know and i think that laying a good foundation for them is is very important and i've yeah. done that so they can um they can hold the torch and keep going
0: and yes listen go okay y'all make me feel like i need y'all to ship me some tasty GH tacos. <laughs> I, I feel the need, listen, I just feel like just, just biting and ingesting and just digesting these tacos will just make me feel better about just life. <laughs> so, so, Hasa, if you can fix it some kind of way, to orchestrate a taco from directly from Ghana to right? <laughs> the US, to me, I would just appreciate it. So for yeah. everyone who's listening, um, if you are indeed in Accra, I'm, I know I keep saying it because I'm country, y'all. I want to say Accra, but I know it's Accra, yeah, Accra. Ghana.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, please check out Tasty GH Tacos, go find them. Um, I don't know what the internet is like in Ghana. Google it. Can, you can Google it in Ghana, too? <laughs> yes, you yes, can. Yes, yes. yeah, we got Google. Google is working. We got Uber, <laughs> Google,
1: both. We got it all. Ghana is not behind.
0: Y'all got- deliver? Y'all deliver? We deliver.
1: We deliver on Tuesdays and Fridays. Orders in by 10. We will bring it to you, and it's free delivery because we're doing free delivery because we want to give back to the community. You know, the average person here only makes about between 500 to 700 CDs, which is about maybe $200 a month. Wow. So you figure if you charge them, yeah, yeah. so basically if you want them to eat, you know, um, let me say the highest thing on our menu is probably about maybe 20 maybe $20. We want to see people come back, you know what I'm saying? Come right. back all the time and not take all their money. So right. we um, have agreed to have this slogan to us, by us, for us. For us. So oh, we, are doing, we are giving, we are, we are giving back to the community. So nobody is going to spend all their money on tasty GH Tago. They got family, they got kids, they got bills. They can eat a little bit, a little piece of um, some Spanish food and keep it pushing and come back tomorrow. Right. You know, so we have free delivery and we're going to keep doing that because we are giving back to Ghana because Ghana that's gave something about. to us. Ghana gave something to us at one point. So we're giving it back to them. So that's what we're about. Nope. We're great. sharing. We're sharing the love. Come get every, food time
0: food. You, get the every time you eat one of these tacos, you sit and think, I, I can push past fear. This, this is like this, this taco. I know these women these women have done (laughs) it scared, they push past fear, they're living in vision. And listen, while you're eating that, while you're eating that tasty GH taco, you just think to yourself, you can do it too, right? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. uh, Do you you all have any last (laughs) words for our listeners? This is, listen, this has been a beautiful conversation. I, I definitely look forward to supporting um, your vision in whatever way that I can. Um, so please leave us with some last words, maybe some nuggets of wisdom um, before I let you go for the day. Want to go first? Go.
2: <laughs> oh, me? okay. um, I mean, you know, it's like, like I said, I don't want people to be afraid. Okay. I don't want them to be afraid to, you know, to live in their truth and in what they are meant to be here for. Letting go, and I can guarantee anybody this, when you listen, when God sends that message and you're listening and you walk into it, don't be afraid to do it. it it's, it's there for you. It's yours. It was designed for you, you know? Like, she, like Aisha said, everybody has their own prescription. You know, everybody has their own prescription. Yours is not the same as the next person's.
1: What I want to leave everybody with is there are challenges in anything that you do. Nothing is a walk in the park. Nothing. Nothing is a walk in the park. But when God says it's time, can't nobody say there's no time. Because we are all following the King. We are all following the ruler. We're all following the person who made us. So we have to believe that everybody is destined for something. Okay. So just as I was destined to create tasty, tasty GH Tacos and merge cultures together and empower women and give back to the community for community engagement, you can do the same thing too. You are going to lose people who don't believe in you, but God does. That's what's important. God does. God believed in me and brought people along my path who also believed in me and who also wanted to support me. So no one's going to like you all the time. Everybody knows that, And but there are people who are going to like you. So you just focus on the good. Focus on the good that is in front of you. Stay focused, stay motivated. Like Hafsa said and Angel said, don't be afraid because everything is laid out for you. God knows what you have to go through. God, is, God has... He says to walk by faith and not by sight. So if we have the faith and we're, if we we have faith and we're not walking by sight, we will get to the finish line. So I just want to encourage somebody out here to just stay focused and have a positive attitude and the rest shall follow. Come to Ghana, taste some tasty GH tacos. We are here to empower you. It was, I mean, people came into my life to help me build what I was going to build. So I didn't come here doing it by myself. You know what I'm saying? So um, come, come come and receive love because that's all we do. We cook with love
0: and we expect love back. so blah. that's what's up. So tell Good. the people how they can contact you, and I'm going to give both of you an opportunity to put your contact information out if you've got a website, if you've got social media handles, and for those people okay. who are actually in Ghana, please make sure that you give your um your address number whatever they need in order to access um the restaurant
1: okay so we are delivery right now um because of covid we're on facebook at tastygh tacos we're on instagram um at the same GH tacos we deliver on mondays i mean tuesdays and fridays um and we have free delivery if you live in accra if you live in Tema, if you live in Kasoa, those are cities that
2: are in Accra. Hit us up on Instagram. And if you are in Accra and you taste some of our tasty tacos, please leave a review. We want reviews. Yeah, um, we're we really trying reviews. to get it out there, you know, especially in, you know, Ghana, it's a little different, you know, especially trying to get things out there, and reviewing and, you know, so we do encourage reviews. So yes. Yeah.
0: All right. Thank you, you so can- much, Angel. Oh no, yes, you are so welcome. You. This has this has been a, a beautiful conversation. I'm always um just excited to hear about people's journeys. And yes. it's a wonderful feeling to know my own journey and then connect with people whose journeys sort of mirror mine. Um, it is a reminder that I know sometimes we think that what we have to say what we have to offer that nobody really needs it wants it or cares about it but then when you actually listen to someone else's story you realize that we're all sort of connected in this divine way and all of our journeys just mirror um another so i appreciate you all giving me the space and the opportunity to give you the space and the opportunity to share your stories um, with The world. If there is someone who is listening who would like to contact you all individually, um, do you have a way for that to happen? Because I know that both of you do other things, like you're an agent, Hassa, right? So do you have maybe an email address that someone can contact you if they wanted to? um interview you on their show or if they want to connect with you about your business you have a personal contact that you give um, give out to the public
2: uh yes mine is or boncano b o n k a n o at gmail if anybody wants to contact me okay
0: all right um. so- Aisha, do you want to give um, a contact?
1: Yeah, um, they can um, email me at Aisha, A-I-S-H-A-H, Anima A-N-I-M-A-S-H-A-U-N, it's a long name I know, at gmail.com.
0: <laughs> so, this is what I'm going to do for you wonderful listeners. I'm going to add both of those. <laughs> In the description of the podcast, and you can just connect with them okay, thank um, you. <laughs> individually <laughs> thank if you, you. like. Because I was like, "Girl, no, you can't even sound uh, that. No. no, let's just stop it right now." <laughs> right. But that's but okay. They can, so. they, can also,
1: they can also go to KCGH Tacos. TastyGHTacos um, at gmail.com. Let's, how about we do that,
0: that? How about can they reach both of okay. you via tastyghtacos at gmail.com? Yes. Yeah. Bam. Yes. I think that works. So thank you again, ladies, yeah. For, yeah. for coming on Speak of Sis podcast. Us. Um, it's been beautiful, and um, yeah, everyone listening, make sure that you support these sisters. Go follow their Facebook. Go follow the Instagram. Um, you know, there are lots of there are lots of us who are part of the diaspora, right? That go, that visit and live there, and things of that nature. Just because we're in the states doesn't mean that we can't support what's going on. Um, you know, it, on the continent of Africa, in the various countries, there are lots of things that are happening that we don't know anything about, and it is our—I I, think—we almost have a mandate here in the states to help um, what's what's happening on the continent of Africa and the different countries um, that are represented and the people who are doing amazing th- amazing things there. So, yeah. thank you, ladies. Have a beautiful day. And I will see you all soon. And I'm going to try my best when all this is done to get to Ghana so I can yes. get one of those tacos. <laughs> yes. Come on, sis. Come on. <laughs> all right, everybody. Y'all take care. Bye. Right.
1: Bye. Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening today to Speak Up Cis Podcast, and I hope that you have enjoyed and have been inspired. I invite you to visit me online at speakupsis.com and subscribe to receive updates on future Speak Up Cis Podcast episodes. Also, follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Speak Up Cis Podcast. I'd like to thank my generous supporters, You all help make it possible for me to continue to create this safe space for everyday people to share their stories, to inspire the stories of others. If you're listening and you'd like to support this vision as well, click support in the app. Or if you'd like to advertise on the podcast, visit speakupsis.com and click Sis podcast in the menu. Again, I'd like to thank you all for listening today. And until next time, I encourage you to open your mouth and speak up.